Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. series and what a series it's absolutely been we've had some blinding guests and there is no better way believe me ladies and gents no better way than we could finish this one off without our good friend friend of the show and and blues advocate the one and only mr tom tom ross people, how are we doing i love that i love that keep right on it, love it mate love you that. know we've got some keep right on stories to come a little bit later well, can i just uh, say though for most of <laughs> Uh, keep right on, we all know, but nobody told us how tired and weary we'd get or how long the bloody road was. <laughs> you know, it wouldn't be us. If we, if we didn't do it, it wouldn't be us, would it? So, no, anyway, right. at, the, at the very height of the show, the very start of the show tonight, we've got a, 
a lovely lady, uh, Caroline uh, Yardley, I think her name is, and she's going to be 40 uh, this week. Tom, is there anything you could do for this lovely lady? God, that's all. Oh, yes. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to when I'm 40 myself, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think he was on about right, wa- then, uh, not waste. I think he was on about... All right, calm down. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, listen, happy birthday to her without a doubt. Uh, yeah, I'll drop her one of my books if she wants, you know. I've got... Signed. But well, I've only got the only ones I've got are the the hardback ones that are that are I had done for family and, and special you know friends. So so I'll send her one of those as a as a, a birthday gift from everybody at the uh, Tilt and Talk. Absolutely superb. Nice. There you go. That's your birthday, well and truly sorted. Oh. And don't forget to read it, by the way. Thank yes, you. <laughs> yes, you should do because there are some great stories about blues in it. And hopefully okay, thank you to our lovely, lovely, lovely friends at Boyle Sports uh, who have sponsored all this season and are going to continue to do so next season. What an absolute privilege and an honour that is to have the same name that's tattooed on the shirt associated with this show. It's absolutely superb and we really, really, really genuinely appreciate it. Good evening, Paul. Good evening, Nick. Good evening, Mr. Robe. Good evening, Nick. You all right? And good evening, Mrs. Brown. <laughs> And of course, Tom Ross. What a great honour it is to have you on with this, Tom. You know, we, we who love are your you? chat. Who are you? We love your chats because we know that we don't have to get a word in tonight. <laughs> Sorry, I will shut up. I will. No, we don't want you to. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. So a big happy birthday to Caroline. Happy birthday to you. Well done, and um, Caroline and Yardley, forty years old, and you've got yourself a signed Tom Ross book. How about that? Uh, I'll get the details of your address and one thing or another. Either pass them on or or get it sent to wherever. But we'll get it sorted. I promise you that. Right? Okay. But it might not be there for your birthday. But just hang on. It will come. It will come. Okay. So the season's finished, and we finished yet again. One point off the drop zone one place off the drop zone yet again now uh, not one of us was satisfied not one of us was happy and not one of us is prepared to accept that poor level of 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 football we're not we're not right however i'm prepared now and i'm sure everybody else is to draw a line under last season and to draw a line under the last 10 years, 10 years, right? 10 years, okay? And we start again, and we go again, right? But I tell you what, this season has got to be different. Tom, what do you reckon? I think there's no danger that it it has to change. Normally, at least we have the drama of last day by getting a result that saves us. This time, we have to wait, rely on Charlton losing. Um, Rely on Charlton Athletic losing is an embarrassment. Sorry, but it really is. I think that the, the big mistake for me is that I think when lockdown started, I think maybe some people at the club thought they were home and dried. That's why players were let go. Players like Magoma, they, they, they were all let go. That would have given us a little bit of options on the bench that I think were sadly lacking when we were not getting results. So I think there's a, a, it, caught us a, it caught everybody out a little bit. You know, everybody thought we were OK. And I did, if I'm truthful with you, when lockdown came, I thought we'd be OK. I didn't think but lockdown, lockdown also happened for everybody else as well, Tom. Yeah. Uh, well, absolutely. Um, but, you know, not everybody let the uh, experienced players go. Not everybody mm. had a, a situation where the manager had turned around, look at his bench and see a load of kids there. No. This manager no. has to be allowed to manage. He has to be allowed to do the job. He is capable of doing the job and he has to have 
the reins and the, uh, and, the, and, the, and the funds and the finances and everything else to be able to do his job correctly. And I do believe, I do believe that we'll be a different side next year. Paul? Well, I don't know whether, I, I still don't believe the club are going to spend fortunes. I really Not don't. a fortune, Tom, no, but... Because, well, where's firstly, firstly, they've had no revenue coming in. And I'm sure there'll be a situation where they'll owe some of the sponsors money. Yeah. For, you know, maybe, maybe not. I don't know, because the, the games have been on TV, so maybe not. But they've not had any revenue. Um, they've already had problems with the EFL and FFP. I don't think there'll be big, big bucks to spend. I think, I, as I see it, I think they'll go young. And he does have a, a, a reputation for young players, correct? Mm -hmm. It's whether we've got enough of them. Well, there is that. I know young Joe. Is, is Joe still with us, Tom? Do you know? Yes, he is, I believe. Okay, right. Okay. I, I, was, I was a little bit unsure. Did you not find... Listen, I'm a massive fan of Jude Bellingham. Yeah. Great talent, right? But did Lovely you find well. it embarrassing that yes. instead of using him like Trevor, in, out, put him on the bench, all that stuff, yeah. we send him out to save the day for us, a 16-year-old yeah. yeah. kid? Yeah. yeah, goodness yeah. sake! Yeah. Must be absolutely astounding. <clears throat> and, the, and the thing, and the thing is, he probably did. Well, he did. So yeah. what, are your thoughts, what are your thoughts on retiring? Well, Hogan, seven in fourteen, did a lot. To yes, him. he did. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah. 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 Just want to ask Go Tom, on. what's your thoughts on retiring Jude's shirt? Nonsense! Absolutely, absolutely. embarrassed. Nonsense! Yeah. The word, Tom. God, I don't Ridiculous. think I've sworn on this show in ten years, and I'm almost about to. What a ridiculous situation. It's not the kids' fault. No, 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 of course not. 100% not. But that may be we've retired the shirt because he got him 20 odd million. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> true. Yeah. It might be because he might save the day financially, but we haven't retired Trevor Francis' shirt or, or Dugat. We haven't. It's a nonsense. It's an absolute nonsense and embarrassing for my club, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah I agree. Right, Mark. Yeah, that, yeah. Mark, Hello. was you embarrassed? I was embarrassed. Yeah, I mean, like Chris. I say, I mean, I, 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 you know, I, I live over here in Coventry, and uh, they've been ribbing me non-stop. You know, <laughs> it, it is an embarrassment. <laughs> Chris, was you embarrassed? Oh, very, I'm afraid. Yeah. yeah. Paul, was you embarrassed? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. I was, to be honest. Yeah. And I was embarrassed, and Tom Obviously. was embarrassed. So that's one hundred percent of us that are embarrassed, mm. right? Yeah, retiring a yeah. shirt. No, no, no. Let's see the number twenty-two, and let's see the next, the next starlet coming through it. Why ever not? Yeah. Give it to a kid and say, "Listen, the last person to wear this." You've got a playing at Dortmund. Yeah, that's a great. Hang on. Great. Oh, yeah, that's Tom, right, yeah. oh, crikey! Yes. However. Yes. I I did go past the stadium the other day and I saw the mu the mural on the wall and that's quite impressive, I must say, in the flesh. Which is funny. It, look, it looks fantastic, yeah, apart from yeah, like a bit, a bit with Trevor. I think that looks a bit silly. Mm. Looks like his nan. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I've seen <laughs> pictures on Facebook. But, you know, the kid was a superb player who will get better. Yeah, he was. And I think he can be anything in the game he wants. However, yeah. he played a handful of games in the Championship. Yeah. And, and again, not and to be fair, he's done the club a great service, you know, the money that's come in, because without it, of we course. would have been struggling. And, yeah, and we Tom, have... we have to reiterate that we're not knocking the kid, right? No, he's we're one not. of the most exciting youngsters I've seen at Bruce for a long time. And I can't yeah. see what Bruce Dortmund can do with him. Mm. I wish we I wish well. we'd have kept him. Yeah, I but we can't, we can't we can't in that situation, him. are we? Mm. No, that's the point. 
So how do we get in that situation where we're the ones picking out youngsters from places instead of them picking us? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. Well, unless we get some rich Arab owners, then I'm afraid we're a billion miles away from it. And that's it. Mm. Mm. It's a great story. It's a great story for our academy. Obviously, he's been there since seven years of age for 10 years. And yeah. he's obviously developed through all the all the different age groups and into the, you know, onto the big stage and, and, and really made a name for himself. So in that say, years, his family, his family wanted and were absolutely adamant in the negotiations with Dortmund that Birmingham City had to be recompensed. For, for the yeah. work they put in with him. That's yeah. a credit to him and his family. That's close. Yeah. Yeah, close. Sad, isn't it? Second biggest city in the country we are, and we can't keep hold of a 17 year old. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't think club, you know, he's going to a great club. Yeah. I think any Martin Ward, Martin, sorry, I'm, I'm going to interrupt there because Martin Ward has just asked a question. Is Job any good? Martin, have a look at him on YouTube. My goodness gracious me. He is actually, I think, even better than his brother. Yeah, he's. Yeah, it looks less. Wow. Mark, you was about to say something, Mark. No, I was just going to say. Um, does anyone know if the? I was under the impression the whole family were going over, but it is just um, Jude. Is that right? Hmm. I've no Good idea. Question. Good question. No idea. Good question. Oh, USA. Mm, there will be enough money for him to join an Nice one. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, uh, and according to Pete Taylor, as far as um, you know, any kind of buyout goes, the Blues cleaner has heard a rumour about Shake and Vac coming in. Quality, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah. super. Oh well. <laughs> like a so what's, um, sorry, I'm just going to say, what's everyone's thoughts then on Itor Karanka? Um, a pretty impressive appointment, in my opinion. Um, like you say, if he's able to do. The job to be the best of his ability. I don't think he would have accepted the job had that not been the case. So let's hope that that can last and, you know, it lasts and, and, and you know, we've got a bit of stability now over the next few years. He usually works on three year projects, doesn't he? Mm. He always agreed, Paul. Right. And that's why I said right at the beginning is, is that he's got to be given the reins and he's got to be given that responsibility and he's got to be left alone. Yeah, I think. Well, I mean, they, they, the, the standard thing is that three years, but I think this day and age, that doesn't really exist, does it? I mean, no. ideally you would, but you don't get that these days, do you? No, no. But that's what we I mean, need, said, though, Mark. We need that now, though, don't we? We, need we do need it. Yeah, we do. But yeah. I'll say, I mean, I, I was joking in the week. I was joking on um, on the on the, the page. I said I'd do a Alan Pardew dance if he lasted six months. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I think that you know, the one thing I'm going to be is try to be positive about it because he's a better appointment than I thought we'd get. Yeah, that's considering yeah. the state of it. Yeah. But get it and, and full full credit to Don for persevering and persuading him to sign. But that's yeah. step one. That's only step one. Step exactly. Two, step two, and that's the important thing. Step two is making sure that he gets the job that he was interviewed for. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Stuff, you know, you get you interview and you accept you got and you think the job you were in so. Dog has to make sure that he because this is not a man who will hang around if anything isn't right. If the project he left Forest and his words were the project changed, they were they were just outside the playoffs. I think not far off the playoffs anyway. They were seventh, weren't they? Yeah. He said, um, "Um, the project has changed." He left Middlesbrough because he wouldn't put up with things. Now, I mean, was he sacked? It was mutual consent. Some think some papers in the northeast said he he quit. Others say he was sacked. I don't know, but what he does know is he he is no he doesn't worry about upsetting people. He's a strong, highly principled man, 
Mm. And if he doesn't believe he's got the job that he was interviewed for, he'll be down the road. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Well, let's yeah. say that doesn't happen, because I tell you what, this club will probably go into, well, meltdown, to be honest meltdown, with you, because yeah. we've got an opportunity. We've got a window now, an opportunity for the first time in a long time. You know, and I know about Rowett, and I know about, like, the, the others that have been, and Harry and one thing or another. But let's get this stability back. This is Birmingham City. We just need to be stable, stable. under control, well-managed, organised, and fight for that badge on the shirt. Stable's one thing, and stability is important. But, you know, yeah. our fans are crying out. The Blue Noses, and I use that word because I love it, yeah. are crying <laughs> out for football credibility and pride. We're desperate, Tom. Yeah. We're desperate for it. I think Second we want our... city in the country. Uh, I think I think we want our identity back. To be honest, yeah, yeah. Like we lost our identity big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of the players that we saw towards the end of last season that looked a little bit lost out there, you know, with a bit more leadership and guidance, and they'll get a lot more obviously with this guy in charge. Um, that they'll look a bit reborn again, like they did when we went from Cottrell to Monk before, if you remember. I think you know, we, 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 we were a different team with more or less the same players, weren't we back then? I think he's more like Gary Rabbit. Than anybody yeah. else. It, the way I'm on a bad style of play. Yeah, 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 yeah. Defensive, yeah. Counter-attacking, which I find a little bit ironic that we spent a long time telling everybody we were getting rid of that and playing the passing game and all the rest of it. Now we've reverted to getting to, to understand getting a manager who understands the importance of success, whichever way yeah. they have to do it. I think the biggest thing for me, any success will be as much to do with the relationship he has with Dong as it has with any player. It's always yes. about Dong and his relationship, but there's, a, there's always that little thing in the back of my mind. The owners in China, I think, because we often give Dong a lot of stick and sometimes he deserves it. But I wonder how often the people in China are telling him what to do. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And we don't even know. I, 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 I wouldn't know Paul Swell if I fell over him. <laughs> we don't know what he looks like, do we? Uh, we do know what he looks like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, so you know, I just hope that because it was off and on and off and on, they've obviously come to some agreement. And I think that's probably been more to do with Karanka's demands than anything else. Yeah. So if they've agreed them demands, they've got to make sure they stick to them. Stick yeah. to them. Give this man a chance. He'll take time. And this is what, I, you know, Blues fans hate it. I hate it. Time and patience. But he needs time. His first season, half, three quarters of a season, whatever it was, at uh, Middlesbrough, he was he was getting them consolidated. Second year yeah. playoffs final, third year promotion. We gotta give him time. Yeah, you know? and that's the important thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. In, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I've got to be honest. I've got to be honest, Tom. With respect to like Nigel Clough and Lee Bowyer, I'd have been a bit disappointed if I'd have seen them sat there. I think we got the the best man for the job. I thought it was going to be one of those. Did you? Well, of yeah, that quality. But I think to get this man who's who's worked with Mourinho, he's been assistant yeah. manager at Real Madrid, he's yeah. won the Champions League as a player. You know, the guy's credentials are excellent. He's got a team. What an opportunity. What an opportunity. Right, I can't find the gentleman's name. Um, I'll, I'll try and find that in a second, Tom. But um, one of Ellis has, has asked what you think of Dong Ren. Um, if, do you want the, here's the truth. I don't yeah. know him well enough to form an opinion. Right, okay. He's, 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 the one thing I do, there's, there's a, a few things. Whenever I've met him, he's been absolutely charming. Charming. Yeah. 
that's not the issue to me. What I think is, I think Don's biggest problem is the wall of silence. Yeah. I know blues fans like you do. Come out and talk to us. Come and tell us. Come and tell us you've got a problem. We'll back you. Come on here and tell us. We'll do whatever, yeah. but talk on to the fans. Us. And and that's the biggest thing. Talk to the fans. It's this continued wall of silence about everything. But isn't, isn't that the Chinese way, though, Tom? Isn't that the way they do yeah, things? With all, with all due respect, if we were in the Chinese league, I'd agree with you, we're in the EFL. Yeah. Yes, absolutely yeah. right. Well said. Yeah, so maybe it's education yeah. that... Tom, yeah. you cover, Tom, you cover all clubs, obviously, all over the Midlands. Is it yeah. the same with West Brom and, and, and their Chinese owners, for example, and Wolves? Well, well, it's quite, well, Wolves are different because the owners leave it all pretty much the formation of the squad to uh, Jorge Mendes and the super agent and the head coach. I think yeah. they're all the ones that do everything, to be fair. West Nuno. Brom, it's quite interesting because the chief executives quit today. Mark Jenkins, and yeah. they put the, yeah. the the guy who's the director, the Chinese guy, has now taken over as chief executive. So it'll be interesting to see how because he will have a director link, a more direct link to the Chinese owners than perhaps Mark did. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. But yeah. you know, that, that it is a different culture, and I accept the different culture, different ways, yes. different cultures. But when you move to when you move to another country. You have to adapt to their cultures as well. Mate, it's so much common yeah. sense, Tom. So much Rather than... Tom, I'm surprised you're not a world-renowned commentator, mate, I'll be honest with you. I can't go to Spain, <laughs> I can't go to Spain and, tell, and, and say, well, we don't do it in England. I have yeah. to abide by what they do and their rules. Here, I think people have to try to do the same. And that is the sadness. I worry as well, if I'm honest, all the trouble that's going on in Hong Kong... You know, it is difficult to get money out. That's a massive problem yeah. for all clubs to get money out of China. Big, big problem. So I don't know how big of a problem that's going to be for us to get any money. I don't think we've spent as, in my opinion, I don't think we've spent as much as some people think. I think if you work, you go on transfermarket.co.uk, you can see all the ins and outs over the last five five years. And I think you'll probably find it balances out pretty even. Yeah, well, especially with Chad Adams and, and now Jude sales yeah, as well. Yeah. Well, absolutely. But the club still owes ninety odd million <laughs> to the hold it to the uh, international BAI, BIM, whatever it's called now, Birmingham International Holdings, whatever they call it. <laughs> it was interesting that Almagier mentioned um, that they have now bought two other businesses. Mm. Now this is just this is just me thinking outside the box. The reason they never sold blues was because they needed the listing on the Hong Kong Stock Exchange. Yeah. Now they've got other businesses in Birmingham International Holdings making money. Does that does that make us maybe a bit more saleable? I don't know. If they make if they if they bought two businesses, Tom, that that, that does mean that there is investment there. Yeah. Profitable Obviously. businesses, by the way, they bought. Sorry. They bought profitable businesses. And I think they said that they bought them because Birmingham City was hemorrhaging money. Right. Mm. As do all clubs at the moment. Interesting story. Anyway, Darren Swift wants to know, Tom, should Karanka go in for Britessa Belonga? I don't... Listen, I... It, there's always this, isn't it? When a manager comes, they think, who did he have before? Yeah. Sam Belonga, I, I covered Forrest a few times against all clubs. 
and for talk sport and and he was definitely he's a handful and if you're going to play with one up front that's the sort of one you want but I think I think to be fair we've seen Jukovic can do that and I think he got more goals than Asam Balonga didn't he can we also now just say um, thank you to Lee Camp for all his services and uh, some of those wonderful saves that he pulled off we know that uh, he struggled to get the Blues fans on his side but you know well, what some, some, some for him, I don't think we'd have survived this season so thank you Lee Camp Lee Camp absolutely goalkeeping Marmite listen he, yeah. made, he saved us more points than he cost us in my opinion yeah overall I think you're right Tom and, and yeah. for what cost for what he cost, he's been a colossus, really, hasn't he? For the money, when you look at what he cost us, absolutely spot on. Yeah. Nobody ever, when they talk about a goalkeeper, nobody ever says what's happening in front of him. No, yeah. no, no, no. You've got to have a look at what's happening in front of him as well. By the way, yeah. I mean, look at De Gea. How much yeah. did he cost? The greatest exactly. goalkeeper in the world, and he's making some right howlers at the moment. Yeah. yeah, it can happen. I just think, and some of the mistakes. I mean. When he drops one league camp, it's a it's a perler, isn't it? It's a howler, absolute howler. <laughs> you know, a right howler. So, but on the other hand, he makes great saves. He no, saves hasn't just. I mean, some of them saves he pulled off last season. Oh my god, they were like pretty much world class. Some of them. Oh, some mm. of them world is yeah. yeah, yeah. I do think I think he gets he, he's had some unfair press. Some of the criticism has been justified, but some of it, I think. They got it in their mind that whatever he did, they didn't want him, and that's sad. Yeah, I think some. To be honest, I think some fans are a bit stubborn. I mean, on hand on heart, I wasn't his biggest fan at first, but fair play to him. You know, he made yeah, sure people. That's a win me round as well, Mark. To be fair, I'm just um, like you, Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah fair yeah. play to him, and I, and I ended up liking him in the end. Mark, Mark Yates is making a good point here, live. He just oh, said that... you, hey, you horrible which one? man. I was just going to go for that one. Mark Yates, do you remember last week? Yeah, last week. <laughs> yeah, Mark Yates is just saying that Camp's save at 1-0 against Charlton was pivotal to survival. Absolutely. Obviously, if we, go two, if we go two down there, it's game and season game over. over. Yeah. Good yeah. point. Well made. Well made, Mark. Good point. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Yeah. And Brian Johnson says, come on, though, some, clamp, uh, some of camp, camps were clangers. They were, and we've just said that. But you know what? Like that, like that one he pulled off at Watford. If it wasn't for that save, we wouldn't be in this division today. Listen, okay. let, me tell you, let me tell you, for me, who's been around a long time, right? Jim Herriot, Andy Gosney, there are keepers I can tell you that are far worse than, than this man. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah, Andy we've Gosney. Go back, was... We've got to go back some, though, haven't we, to get those keepers because uh, we've been spoiled over the last 25 years. Great keepers. Mm, that's yeah. Art, oh, Butland, yeah. great keepers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Mike Taylor, obviously, we had on the other week as well. But um, flipping the coin, though, I've got to say, if we are ambitious and we do want to try and compete at the top end of the table, we do need, you know, to upgrade in that position, don't we? I think we upgrade in a lot of positions. Yeah, I think yeah, well, yeah. all. Honestly, I yeah. mean, I, yeah. I see fans saying, "Get the right manager; he can make this team can get us into the Premier League." I don't believe it. I don't mm. think. And you, Jordan, is bring back Joe Hart. You have Joe Hart back, Tom. I would. I thought Joe Hart was a great keeper for us. He was superb. Me too. I'd have, superb, yeah. I'd have him back tomorrow, yeah. Uh, how old is he, by the way? Anybody? About 34, isn't he? 33, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30. goalkeeper age, that's nothing. That's nothing. No, that's yeah. Yeah, no. But I wouldn't... And, then, and also as well, Clark Salter and Hogan have gone back to their loan clubs as well, haven't they? To their, to their parental yeah. clubs. Yeah. I don't... Yes. I, I, again, they would have been very expensive wages for Hogan. Yeah. And Salter at Chelsea. Could we have afforded them? That's the big question. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. 
That's the big question. Mm-hmm. Maybe the manager says he doesn't want them because the one thing I don't think Hogan can do is play the single man up front. No. Because I remember yeah, at Middlesbrough, mm. do you remember he had Patrick Bamford at Middlesbrough? Yeah. yeah. And he wouldn't play him. And he wouldn't no. play him because he couldn't play the one up front role. Yeah. Mm. I think right. I think that's the that's probably the the the, the reason Hogan might not be here. But I think Jukovic, mm. who I, I like Jukovic, he gets goals. Nobody works harder than the kid, and I just think he could play that single that role. Whether the manager fancies him, I don't know, but he can play it. That's for sure. Well, he he, he binned him off at Middlesbrough, didn't he, Tom? That's the other thing. That's, I mean, if you're <laughs> if you're Duke here, you see him walk through the door. What are you going to think? You know, yeah, he wasn't getting 15 goals at Middlesbrough. No, yeah. that's pretty true. I think no. out, the two, out of out of Hogan and Clark Salter, I'd like to keep Clark Salter if we had the choice. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think I he's think got finance a... is going to dictate what we do, mate. I, I still believe yeah. finance <laughs> will dictate what we do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're looking. I at, think we've got to. Sorry, so, so I think we. I think we just got to be. Re- I mean, uh, I think we just got to be realistic. I mean, everyone's talking about the playoffs. I know. I get it. It's exciting. We got a new manager, but I'll be happy with top ten. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Mark, I, I agree. Look, we've got to be realistic, <laughs> and I think. Every Birmingham City fan has got to take a little step backwards from this great announcement of the manager and and absolutely understand what we are and where we are at this present point in time, right? Not a great deal has changed apart from Hogan's gone, Bellingham's gone, Camp's gone. Um, <laughs> it's now all about, it's now, it's got to be now all about what comes in and it's got, they've got to be quality players who are going to work for the shirt and work for each other. You know, right. you know as well as anybody, whatever it is, whether you're buying furniture, you're booking a holiday, or you're buying footballers, quality costs money. Absolutely. Yep. You get yep. what you pay. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Um, I, I still believe we'll go very young next year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're gonna, I think we're going to have to have a transitional season, aren't we? You know, we're going to be in transition for a season. He's yeah. not going to get... He's not going to be able to buy the whole team all in one transfer window. It's going to take him a few windows to build it, isn't it? I wonder whether I, I actually wonder whether many clubs will spend. A, I'm, I'm ignoring the Man Cities of this world. But yeah. I, don't, I wonder whether many clubs will spend a lot of money with mm. no revenue coming in. Yeah, yeah. with what's going on, yeah. going on. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be very difficult. Remember the, the the lockdown and the closed doors. Nobody, and I don't care who they are, nobody thought that day would come. No. They all got themselves hocked into to debt, buying players and all the rest of it. Remember, on, on the assumption that next year's TV money will pay for what we're doing this year and all that, nobody but nobody thought the rainy day would come. They never put money aside for a rainy day. They never thought it would come. It came and caught them all out. That's why they're all screaming, we've got no money, we're in trouble. Mm. So, yeah. uh, you know, I think the one thing I do think will happen after this COVID is I think the game as we know it will change. Mm. I think it has to, Tom. Yeah, mm. for the better, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. good, 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 good point. Good point coming in here from Steve Portman. Um, tell Brentford that they spent very little and got quality in. Yeah, so you can, it can be done on a small budget. Done. Like when we look can at Brentford, be in the championship. Yeah. yeah, it can be done. I mean, look, look at Bournemouth in the in Bournemouth, did, didn't they? Yeah. Burnley, Bournemouth, Huddersfield, Huddersfield. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it, it can, can be done. You don't need to splash the cash in the championship. You can't. They prove they can do it. Look you at need commitment. Where's, you need commitment. You need guile. You need you need spirit. Yeah. You need inspiration. You need to be focused. You need to want to play for the team that you're playing for. You want to play for the badge that's on the shirt, right? 
and yeah. every single supporter that comes through those turnstiles deserves it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's true. Yeah, I've, um, yeah. I've almost finished my inspirational speaking for the year, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, oh good. <laughs> well, Sheffield United, another good example, isn't it as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, Tyler Anderson just said um, it's all about confidence and momentum in this yeah. league. Yeah, I'll just say something. The amount of money spent by Brentford, 31.1 million. Is that right, Tom? Yeah. Yeah. They did get a lot of money in, yeah. but, the, but what I'm saying is the players on the pitch that they have there cost them 31 million. They recouped a lot of it by selling players, but you have to look at the value of the players on the pitch that they bought, and that's 31.19 million last year. That's, that's nothing in football that. terms, is it? No, no, no. It's a lot, it's a, it's a lot of money to me, mate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of money, that is, yeah. That's a full yeah. back, I'll, isn't it? I'll set the nine quid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, Ollie Watkins, they spent 10, 11 million on the centre forward. Yeah. yeah. Didn't realise it was that much. Is that Barami as well? Was he a lot of money as well? I'll tell you, I'll tell you, you just bear with me. Barami, he cost uh, nearly 10 million, 9.45 million. Wow. Hmm. So that's money well spent on them too, isn't it, straight away? Yeah. But, but there is a yeah. fallacy. You know, they find them. What they yeah. do very well is they spend a lot of money, but they recoup a lot of money. So when they buy players, this is their owners play this money ball system, don't they? So when they buy players, they buy nobody who doesn't have a resale value, probably more than you paid for it. And that's how they do it. So it isn't that they get players cheap and play ever so well. They pay a lot of money for players, but they finance the, they finance the buying of players by selling players. Does that mm. make sense? Yeah, yeah. But the value yeah. of that team on the pitch is over 30 million. Mm. Wow. It's mm. incredible. Interesting. Uh, well, I think we've... Transfermarket.co.uk uh, if you want to check all the figures. Which one? Say again, Transfermarket.co.uk. Oh, Tom, I thought it was all in your head. I thought you know what was all in your head, I'm disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Okay, like like I said, Lily, we've got to, we've got to now... Once again, forget last season, right? It's done, it's finished, it's gone. We're still in the championship. Now we've got to move on, right? And the time to move on is, Tom, you've got a funny story about Keep Right On. Oh, yeah, go on. Well, it, yeah, it's interesting. Now, for those of a generation will remember that they used to have, in the cup final, it was a great day in the cup final. They had a form in the middle of the pitch with a man in the water <coughs> conducting the community singing. Abide with me and all that sort of stuff. And the Daily Express always put out a uh, a song sheet which was handed out to everybody coming in. Yeah. And in 1957, Aston Villa beat Manchester United 2 0. <coughs> Peter McFarlane scored twice. But in the pre singing, all the Villa fans sang Kicked On to the End of the Road. It was one of the songs on the song sheet. Oh. So you've got 25,000 uh, Villa fans singing Kicked Right On. Quality. Oh, somebody recorded I've that. Tried That'd be rich. I've tried to find a record. You can't. <laughs> that just be strange. Now, that knows this information or anybody else that's got a recording of this so that we can just laugh our socks up all summer long. <laughs> if you've got a recording getting... of that, you it are very, very fair, much. Though, it, was only, it was only like a year after Blues had adopted it, if you like. But still. Wow. That's that'd, be like watching, that'd be like watching Blur sing an Oasis song, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yes, yeah, yeah. Or the Beatles singing the Stones. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> 
Well, I've, got, I've actually got, and I will text it to you. I've actually got a copy of the song sheet, and and I will I will text it to you so you can see I'm telling the truth. Oh yes, please. Thank you very much. I'll get that framed. Well, not that we, not, we, not that we would doubt your uh, your your, your truthfulness, Tom. Not for one specific moment, did boy. Of yeah. Should we come on Don't to our in the week? Go on, go on, Matt. Paul. Shall, shall I come on to some of our viewers' questions? From yes, the please. Help yourself. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, please. Yes, go so, for Tom, it. What we do, what 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 we do is we just put on the page, you, you know, any questions for you from our viewers. So, uh, got a few questions for you off our viewers. So, the first one is Tom. Stephen Gill's asking, "What was your first game? What was your first Blues game?" I'll never forget. Nineteen fifty-six, April. West Brom. And Blues won 2-1 at St Andrews. It was for my birthday, my dad took me. And I went there knowing that Blues were in the cup final. I didn't go, but I, I knew they were in the cup final. And they were six in the old first division at top flight. And I thought, this is the club for me. Hallelujah. Little did I know. <laughs> but that was my first game. And, it, and he took me, because he used to stand on the, uh, what is now the cup, the, the walk up Emmeline Street, up the steps and then down to the front by the wall and to see, and as Bobby Robson so eloquently put it, you see that your first time you see that grass, that green, you fall in love with it. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Eric Bullock's asking, what's the best question note you've hosted? So, you know, the forums, obviously, that you do. What's your favourite one you've ever done? For blues or any club? I'd say blues. Yeah, blues. Oh. The Blues. Um, Where's Carson Young? <laughs> <laughs> um, I did. I, I, I remember doing um, a, a forum with David Gold and Karen Brady. I think it might have been at the Land Rover Sports and Social Club. Oh, it was absolutely brilliant. Oh, absolutely brilliant. Oh, yeah. No, and David Sullivan, I think, as well. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the Rover Sports and Social Club, Tessel Lane. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <coughs> we had they had they they had seven hundred people in there, and the guy said to me, they had another three thousand requests for tickets. Oh, wow, it was absolutely stunning. I remember going to one with you at the Sedgemere with Barry Fry and Liam Daish in about oh, yeah. nineteen. Yeah, I remember that one. I was at yeah. that one in about ninety five. I think that was. We've done a few uh, at the Sedgemere. They're yeah. great, great people there, you know. I've had some great fun at the Sedgemere. A real blue nose place. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah well, that was really good fun. But they're good. Yeah. Barry Tom. Fry, he can't help himself. I, Barry Fry just brings the play. He does to question and answer things the same way he did to the club. He gives <laughs> the place a lift. And everybody's singing Keep Right On. And you're thinking, what am I doing? But he gets yeah. you at it. And he got the yeah. players at it, didn't he? He got yeah. the players at it. He gets everybody at it. Just absolutely brilliant. I, I love the guy. He, he came to my wedding a few years ago and he lit the place up there, to be fair. He's brilliant bloke. Just a top man. Mark, yeah. Mark, you wanted to come in. Mark? <clears throat> Mark? I was going to say, uh, Tom, you know, you're going back to the uh, the Karen Brady one. Was that not long after they took over? It wasn't long after they took over, correct. I, mean, I think I remember that one, yeah. I remember listening to that on the, on, on the radio, yeah. That was a good one. And for, yeah. uh, David Sullivan didn't do anything else. He's never done one since. No. We might as well do both. So what would you say was your favourite one in, in, in football as a whole? I did one. <laughs> I did one um, 
last year, it's for, for West Brom to be there for, to celebrate their great escape. Okay. With Paul Robinson, Jeff Horsfield, Jonathan Greening, and Andy Johnson. How we weren't all arrested, I have no idea. <laughs> it was the night. Uh, the fans, there was tears streaming down their faces. They were absolutely hysterics. It yeah. was just a wonderful night. To be fair, it's something I love doing. I've loved doing all the forums on, on radio. When they're not on radio, they're a bit more freer and you can have a bit more fun. But I've loved doing them all. I mean, every manager's done them and they've been absolutely brilliant. I do them for the former Players Association and we uh -huh. did one recently for Strikers Night and that was fantastic. John Gale, from all the eras, we got on, on stage from different eras, the Strikers. Yeah. From each year, we'd have a couple of strikers talking, even back to the 40s. We had the guy, up, uh, Jackie Lane, from the 40s and 50s. So wow. we had all eras covered. And, and it was great. And like, the banter was just amazing. John Gale. Because John Gale, let me tell you, John Gale doesn't, doesn't believe it. But when we went to the, the, the uh, Lane and Daff final, we were, and I travelled with the team, I've told all the stories before, but training, yeah, yeah. training, he could not his hit a cow's backside with a banjo. There was a big wall and he kept smashing the wall over. In the end, the players made him go and get the ball back. Now, he said on that night, the question answer, it's a lie. That never happened. I found a photograph of him climbing back over the wall with the balls in his hand. So he couldn't hit anything. But I'll tell you what, on the day, did he just... Yeah. He just what a moment! Oh, what a moment! What a moment to be a Birmingham City fan that was. That that it's a lane and death for God's sake. But who cares? We had fifty thousand people there. Yeah, and it was the most amazing. I've got to tell you, in terms of memories for me, I travelled on the coach from the from the the college, and as we turned up Wembley Way, which was the last time a coach was allowed to travel up Wembley Way, we turned up Wembley Way. The sea of blue and white. That was incredible. Tears to your eyes, mate. It was Sorry. so emotional to turn and just see that sea of blue and white. Yeah. I'll never forget it. I put a picture of it in my book, and it's something I'll never, ever forget. No. Nope. I was Don't doing live commentary um, back to BRMB as I turned up there, and, and I just welled up. It was just so emotional. Yeah. Great stuff. Uh, Daniel Jordan's asked Tom, can you please say ding dong Derby as he misses those days? It's going to be a while until we can get To be fair, the ding dong Derbies were brilliant. Some, to be fair, had more ding than dong. <laughs> we don't want any more dongs. <laughs> oh, controversial. Mr. Controversial. <laughs> yeah, but I love, the I love Derby games and I tried to make them fair so I'd always have a pundit from each club. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Meant, that ensured it was fair. But I yeah. I, I love doing Blues Villa games. But I loved yeah. I preferred doing them at Villa Park. Mm. I loved the, the Blues fans, the noise they made from from that corner. They were just amazing. Yeah. And, and yeah. as a fan, I'd been to Villa Park in the 60s, 70s and stood in, in, in the North End and got soaking wet because they had no cover on the stand there. Soaking wet watching Blues beat them. You know, yeah. it was, just tremendous, tremendous derby games. I love it. And for me, I mean, I'm a massive, massive football fan, but Blues Villa, Villa Blues is always special to me. I'm, I can't sleep for a week. No, no, no. No, mate, I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm, it's the first thing, you know, you're waiting for those fixtures to come out, aren't you? And like, you don't, you're not interested if you've got first game, last game, anything. You just want to see those two Villa. fixtures. 
I'm not going to cancel my holiday. <laughs> mm. I, I, st- I still think that it's still one, probably one of the, the best derbies in the country. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Did he get the credit he deserves? Mm. No, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. I mean, we're, we're, we're on each other's doorsteps, for God's sake. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah I know. It's, it's, it's better, and I don't care what anybody says, it's better, not only Blues Villa, but they get carried away with the North London derby. Oh, yeah. Oh. The, West, the West London with The prawn sandwiches. The yes, Manchester right. derby. Yeah. They oh, get yeah. carried away. The atmosphere is... The glory of the dark. Blues yeah. Villa is brilliant. Yeah. Villa West Brom's good. Villa West Brom's a great atmosphere. For a, for a generation, that was the big derby. Yeah, yeah. None of us were in the same division as them. Yeah. Albion Wolves. But Sheffield United, Sheffield Wednesday is tasty, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Well, the great yeah. derbies in the north that yeah. don't get a mention. No, no, mm. no, no. They all sit next to each other. <laughs> for me, the most ridiculous derby that they were even trying to call a derby was Brighton against Crystal Palace. Oh, don't get... Oh, of course, the yes. Battle of the, the Battle of the A23. A23, yeah. <laughs> and miles away. So. Miles away yeah. from each other, yeah. Madness. It's uh, anyway, Coventry. Coventry's big derby. Well, it isn't really a derby, but that, that they have a big animosity with Leicester. Leicester, yeah. And they called that the Battle of the M69. Because mm. one yeah. of the big end of the M69. Mm, yeah. Tom, Lisa, Lisa Fields asking, Tom, what's the best game you have ever commentated on from Ryan, aged eight? Oh, Ryan, what a man. Ryan. Keep right on, Ryan. Right. If you could go back really being in that third gantry commentating on this game, what would it be? I have to say the Carly Cup final was very, very special to me. Oh, got to be. Yeah. The playoff final was was absolutely special. Yeah. The derby, the derby, first derby game back in the Premier League. Yeah. was special. Oh, God, yeah. But I'm... You know, and, and those are the ones that got, you know, and I, uh, listen, I know this is a blues programme, but West Brom in their promotion year had to go to Bradford. Had to what? Sorry, Tom. Had to go. go to Bradford, Bradford and they won 1-0 with a penalty from Eagle yep. Ballis. And all of a sudden, like they're very like blues. When they, when they scored, fans came from everywhere, from the tunnel, from the director's box, Albion. And I think <laughs> I love doing those sort of games yeah. But for me, the three I've mentioned would be the ones that stick out. For Can me. I mention another one, Tom, please? One. West Ham at home. In the oh, semi-final. Yeah. The semi-final. The sound yeah, I mean, of balls yeah. are popping all over. <laughs> oh, yeah. Great commentary. Oh, yes. mate, it's just yeah. so iconic. It's beautiful. I've got goosebumps on goosebumps thinking of that one. Well, Brilliant. Next year, you know, it's yeah. the Carling Cup next year, as you know. Oh, right. So on the anniversary of the day... At exactly the programme time, I'm I'm running the whole programme oh, from two o'clock. Uh, say it was a three o'clock. What time did it kick off the car? I can't remember. It was a three o'clock kick off, wasn't it? Three o'clock, wasn't it? No, 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 five o'clock. Oh, five, o'clock. It was five o'clock. So yeah, I'm four, four o'clock. I'll four is four, yeah, it's a late one. Four o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. I'll start the yes. two with all the yeah. build up and just let it run into the commentary and the phone in afterwards. Oh, you know, the, the pre yeah. the pre match thing when I have a, a man out in the in the, with the fans, Adam Bridge, who who now talks sport with me, he 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 was at my reporter with the fans, and there were some amazing stories. Of, yeah. of of a he went to one guy and he said, uh, "Who are you?" And he said, uh, "Tom, 
uh, let's go to Adam. Adam, who are you with? I'm with uh, John. John, um, who, who have you come with today? So I've come with my mate. He said, and Adam said, well, something like, well, has he gone for the pies? <laughs> and this guy picked up an urn. His mate had died. And he said, I promised him I was bringing him to the cup final when we got there. Oh, yeah. oh, oh wow. And I mean, I'm not, I'm not, that, oh, that, that, I've got to tell you, that brought a lump to my throat. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. That brought a lump to my throat. And then there was no, a I proper yeah. Yeah. He went, I went back to him and he said, he was with, he said, I'm with a young man, um, Jordan, Jordan. Um, this, what do you think we're at Wembley? This kid said, oh, it's smashing. And Adam said, do you play? And he went, oh, yeah, I play football. He said, you'd love to play on this pitch, wouldn't you? And the young kid said, I did last week for the English schools. <laughs> Superb. <laughs> just, nice. just, wow. just the whole day was like that. And the commentary, yeah. the commentary when Oberfemi Martin scored, you can hear John McCarthy giggling. I don't know why he's yeah. thinking, but he's thinking. <laughs> yeah. I think it's his nerves. I looked, <laughs> okay. I looked at the ref, I looked at the lines, and I said, go on, this is Birmingham, you've got to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they didn't. Yeah. Absolutely Excellent. amazing. What amazing memories. Fantastic. Amazing memories. Tom, yeah. can I ask you a question? Yeah, I just remember what the numbness was... when we scored. Sorry, I, I went numb, I did. I went, I went numb when we scored, when Martin scored, I just went numb. Oh, yeah. don't work on the radio, there. No, no. <laughs> go on, Nick. <laughs> Yeah, well, first, first off, Tom, my greatest moment was when Oberfemi Martin scored. And obviously, once we'd realised we'd just won that major trophy that I'd craved for all my life, I looked to my left and my three sons yeah. were stood next to me. You know what a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful moment that was. Like, to be able to go yeah. with your three boys, you know. I know my daughter's not, she's not into football, but like, you know, them lads that stood there and I said, look, just take this in because it will probably never, ever, ever happen again. And I stood there and yeah. the tears just rolling did down. My mean, what did it for me was two things. One, I'd been at the 1963 one. Saw Blues beat uh, Villa 3-1, home and away. It was only two. Well, I was, I was a kid from school. <laughs> we were my mate, Cornelius Walsh, Connie Walsh, and Blues fans who watched it. Um... But it wasn't a major. I know. I know they say it is. It wasn't a major competition. Well, the big teams no. weren't it. There was no European qualification. The final wasn't at Wembley. So it was great to win, but it wasn't a major competition. The other thing that gets to me when I no. enjoyed the Carly Cup so much was we were robbed in the Worthington Cup final. Absolutely. All the best. Yes. Yeah. That made it yeah. sweeter for me. Maybe it's a yeah. ten-year thing. Maybe it's a ten-year thing because in two thousand and one we got to the final. Two thousand eleven we won it. So this time next year, as Dalby yeah. would say, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Hipkiss, Mr. Hipkiss, Mr. Hipkiss, Mr. Hipkiss. <laughs> that that section will be recorded. <laughs> well, I've already done, I, already, I already did a Mystic Meg last week, so did, why not yeah. do another one this week? You did, yeah, of course, yeah. You predicted uh, Cranker right. coming, didn't you? League Cup or FA Cup? Sorry, Tom. Any League Cup or FA Cup? Ah, oh, Tom, we'd, we'd, take, uh, we'd well, take anything. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say, take. I'm going to say, uh, uh, FA Cup. Yeah, Ooh, I'd go for FA Cup. We've the League Cup. That'd that be the greatest, yeah, <laughs> greatest day in my life, that'd be. I'm not saying we'll win it, but we might get to the final. That'll do me. That'll do me as well. Yeah. No, Just it won't do me. 
If we're in the final, mate, we've got to win it. We've got to win it. We want to take that silverware over. And then we want to shout out across the 838. Look at this. Imagine. We've only got to get to a semi-final, though, and we're at Wembley, haven't we? Which I disagree exactly. with, but that's the way it is. I, don't yeah. I do as well. Can, can I just say, though, how, how gutted would you be if we got to a final and we weren't allowed in? Oh, God. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. oh. I mean, look, no, we'd probably go. But you know what? To have an I FA... would be the oldest war boy behind the goal. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there'd be five yeah. old boys. <laughs> yeah. I work in pubs, as you know, right? And we were talking the other day about, about the FA Cup final. And when we was kids, right, the FA Cup final used to go on for about three weeks before yeah. and after, yeah? Yeah. We'd yeah. have all the builds up. We'd have the camera crews going into schools. We'd have yeah. this, And now... Like the old the old chap on on that on that bit of bloody scaffolding with his white coat on trying to yeah. raise the funds. And it was like a proper, proper British occasion. You know, it was real and it was in your face and you knew about it, right? And that day, ten o'clock, as soon as Tiswas had finished, <laughs> yes, boom, yeah. that FA Cup final was on all day uh, long. Yeah, yeah. And then to see yeah. whichever team it was, right? Go around their towns and their cities in that open top bus with that trophy, that iconic trophy in their hands. Now, oh, we'll put it on at four or five. Oh, 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 five. It would do. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Oh. I love the build up. The, cup, the FA Cup uh, question of sport. The players yeah. visiting the hospital. I loved all that. Loved yeah, it. I it's brilliant. Oh, yeah, yeah. Meet, meet the players. Why do, you think, Why do you think they've watered it yeah. down so much? No, I'll tell you what's done it money. If there was, if there was, if you got Champions League qualification for winning the FA Cup, and you got fifty million for winning it, they take a lot more interest in it. Yeah, and I think that's the way it should be. They've, they've, they've demeaned the greatest domestic cup competition on the planet. On the planet and in the universe. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, nobody ever said, "I want to play for England. I want to play for Scotland." I want to win the Champion European Cup. What people said was, I want to leave my team out at Wembley in the FA Cup. Oh, man, mm. man. Oh, dear. Did you watch the cup final Saturday? I did, actually. Never yeah, ascended no, up in a million years. I don't, no, 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 I, no, red card was ridiculous. Cheating. The player who rolled around holding his leg like he'd been hit by a sniper should have been sent off. Yeah. yeah. I hate that side of it. If I'm honest, I love football with a passion. I hate the... This is what drives me nuts. They all wear T-shirts warming up respect. They all shake each other's hand. And then they spend 90 minutes cheating each other. Yeah. Fiving, cheating. I hate it. Yeah, hate me it. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, next, oh, sorry, next. can I just say, I've been watching, I don't know whether you watch it, I've been watching, um, the. is it, what do they call it, football uh, Football match with the Revisited. Revisited, yeah. 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 And it's I'll tell you what, yeah. There wasn't there wasn't the technical ability that we see the step overs and the drag backs and the tricks. But let me tell you, it was more exciting. It was in the penalty area. Great saves, hit the post, tackles. It was more exciting than this dribble of centre halves passing to each other that we get today. Yeah, yeah. more exciting. Paul, we're just going to go come on to the next question from one of our viewers. Um, so David Sherlock's asking Tom, any thoughts on a second book? You really enjoyed the games, God. Um, well, uh, uh, to be fair, I've been asked to do a series of 
books on not just on football, but on individuals in football and their story or in boxing on their story. So I'm looking at that, but they've asked me to update the game's gone because there's been a lot happened since since mm. um, Panu and his lot went. Yeah. Just you know, so <laughs> I, I, I've got, I, I'll tell you what though, sometimes you sit back and think you weren't that bad. <laughs> you know, when yeah. you think, you look at what's happening today, mm. you know, but nevertheless, um, I just feel that it's about time as well with me. I've got to be in the mood. I've been doing it today during lockdown. I've been getting stuff down. So we'll see where it goes. But I've got, I've got, I've been talking to a few people. I've got this idea, um, a kernel of an idea for a football soap, um, a, t a TV program, a football soap. That I've been talking to some uh, famous actors. One of them who's been in uh, Peaky Blinders. Um, and he liked the idea a bit, and he's a blues fan. So we're looking at that. So I've got things that I'm working on. Yeah, Tom, you ready? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you should be holding one to this Peaky Blunders. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, Liam Richwell could have um, could have uh, stood him for a Peaky Blinder last week, couldn't he? Oh, yeah, with his touch. With yeah. his touch. was superb, wasn't he? Yeah, it looked superb. Who was that? Liam Richwell. Who's that? Richwell, yeah. Yeah, Richie, yeah. He looked he looked like the Pringles logo. <laughs> he did, yeah. <laughs> He's a great lad, by the way, Rich. Yeah, really, really nice. Yeah. But you know what? And, Tom, and a good player, by the way. He won the most valuable player of the season in America. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's okay. Yeah. Well, that, that's that's quite an honour, really, yeah. We decided, Tom, to do to do this, right? We had a little chat after lockdown and, and like we, we we said that we were gonna keep in touch with our they're not their supporters, they're family, yeah, they're family, they're all family, all of them. Right, and we, we decided that we were going to do this. And Craig Courtney, I've got to I've got to give him so much credit for the amount of stars and guests that he's pulled in. What an absolute star and a legend that young lad is! Bless him. Yeah. Thank you so much, Craig yeah. Courtney. Well you know done, what? Craig. Yeah, brilliant. And we, you know what? We've, we've had Savage, we've had Ridgewell, we've had Carsley, we've had John, we've like a, a multitude of of ex Birmingham players and top names. And then, and then I'm not, I'm mm. not. I'm not. I'm not doing any bull crap here or nothing, Tom. But to have you on on the last show of our season is stunning, brilliant. You know what I was going to say? Just come on, was who turned you down? <laughs> I missed that one. <laughs> Who's turned him down? <laughs> who turned us down? <laughs> no, even the horse turned up. Listen, <laughs> I've got number twelve on my back, mate. <laughs> number twenty-two. No, Tom. You, you, number you... twelve. Sub, get the sub on. Uh, anyway, I love it. Right, I love Tom, it. my question to you then, Tom. Yes. Is what was the first ever Birmingham City game that you commented on? Where was it at? And how did you feel about like you've got to be? And, and I've spoken to you personally about this before. Mm. And I know how consummately professional you are. Like you'll commentate unobjectively on a Villa game or a West Brom game. But your very first Birmingham City game, how, how, how was it for you? Well, I did. I was. We only did in in early days before Capital took us over, we only did certain games commentary, which George always did, and I'd probably be the pundit. So I was always bitty. But the first game I did actual live commentary on was funny enough, the Leyland Daff final. And I did oh, it from the bench. Wow. I did really? it from the bench. Really? I was sitting next to Robert Hopkins on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down on the official list as a trainer, as a physio. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that, allowed, that could... by the way. We just broke the rules. That was Lou McCarty. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I read something about that. 
Tom, oi, Tom, have you still got that um, that tracksuit, that dodgy West Midlands travel tracksuit? Funny enough, I have in the in the loft. It's put in one of them air airtight bags, you know, the, the blue, <laughs> yellow, and blue, yellow, and white. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have to wear that, and I got my headphones in a bucket. Yeah. <laughs> what did yeah. the tram air be- What did the tram air bench think, Tom? Of the one of the physios commentating on the game? When you're far, you're further away in, at Wembley. But I sat next to Whoppy, yeah. who was moaning all the time because he hadn't gone on. You know what, for him, for him as a player, you know, with the service he gave us, that was, a, that was a real shame, to be honest with you, because when he came on at the end and we were all singing, I, I, oppy, oppy, yeah. I, you know what, you know, that his five minutes, you know, yeah, yeah, shame. That was, that was, that was a tough yeah. one to take, that was. Yeah, as, as Tom says, right. he, knew, he, knew, he knew it was his last chance, really. Yeah. But I, I, I remember going to Rochdale, Terry Cooper was the manager. And I got to the... I used to travel with the team then. And I got off the bus and there was no press ticket for me. In mm. them days, it didn't matter. So Terry Cooper said, come and sit on the bench. Do your reporting from the bench. This is a game. So I'm sitting next to the manager reporting on the game. Mm. If you remember, Mark Cooper got sent off. Got sent off in the game. Yeah. And I'm, on, I'm doing a live report and they can hear Terry Cooper going... Don't forget to tell him what a prat he is. <laughs> <laughs> I actually wrote to Terry Cooper. Do you remember? Do you remember Tom the um, that infamous um, Stoke City game at St Andrews with uh, yeah. Mr Wiseman and one thing or other? Um, they all emptied wrote, the ground. Wrote, we'll be on. We played out I the game. To, I wrote to Terry after that because I was I was actually stood in the cop with a Stoke fan, right? Who, who came from my because I, li- I live up this way anyway, right? And. And I took him to St Andrews, and you know what? Not only was I embarrassed, obviously, right, but the second it kicked off, I said to him, "I said we're out of here, right." And we went out. I'd actually got back home. I'd driven sixty miles before that game had finished, and I wrote to Terry on how oh, sorry I was about all the events and one thing and another. And he and he wrote, and I've still got it. He wrote such a lovely letter back. What a charming man, what a lovely man. He wrote me such a lovely letter back, and he took the time. You know what I mean? I appreciate that. He's a lovely man. I spoke to him, I speak to him regular. Did you? I spoke to him. It was his birthday, seventy-fifth birthday, a couple of weeks ago, and I rang yeah. him because he's in Tenerife, and he's, you know, he's had cancer, which he's been battling with. I didn't know, to be fair, no. And no, then he, but he fell off. He, he fell off a ladder and broke his hip, and so he's he's had it tough. But he's he's still in great form. He was chatting about Jack Tarleton and Blues, and it's amazing, you know, whatever managers I speak to, no matter where they've gone, they always talk about our club. Yeah. At least he loved it here. If you speak to him again, Tom, send him our regards and tell him how much he was absolutely loved while he was with us. He still is for quite oh, a okay, yeah, yeah, If he yeah. wants to come on, if he wants to come on next season and have a Zoom mm-hmm. session, you know, help himself because he'd be so welcome. What's his, what's, his, what's his son doing now? Is his son still? He's manager of Forest Green, isn't he? Or Forest Green, Green yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah so mm-hmm. he, he lives in... I think he moved out of Solihull Mark, mm. but um, Terry's not. Terry won't be over for a bit. But when he does come over, I mean, he's we, we'll catch up. He's just such, him and Rose are just absolute lovely, proper down to earth Yorkshire people. Nice, mm. nice bloke, really nice. Do you know what? We played a game. There's a little village here called Roaster, where Mark Sale came from. Yes. Mark Sale was playing for Roaster at the time, and Terry Cooper signed him. Yeah, signed him. and I went. I went to that game at Roaster. Right, and Terry Cooper was at the bar and I bought him a pint. Do you know what? He never bought me one back. <laughs> <laughs> he, he knows you. you. 
Mark Sale, I still Mark Sale. He, he's always he, he was always part of Gary Rhodes' backroom team. Yeah. Uh, it was quite funny because he was a striker. He was a striker at our club, and I think the goalkeeper Kevin Paul scored more than him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wind him up He quite often comes to the local pubs round here. And, he's a great player. Uh, he was my Hearts player on the team bus. He was my Hearts player. Um, great lad, Mark Sale. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice bloke. Yeah, he's all right. He's, uh, the... he's, he's big and tall. Crying out loud, I have to, I have to he's break massive, his neck to talk to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Tom, he's, what's he's... The funniest, Tom, what's the funniest thing you've ever seen from a Blues player as a prank or, you know, story you can tell us? Anything that sticks to mind like, that will be with you forever that's hilarious? Without well, getting in trouble. There is a savage one, I can't tell you, but that, <laughs> I'll tell you privately one day. Um, it was that was really funny, but as funny as that a player, I think. I think the funniest is, is, is the manager, really. Yeah, it was Barry Fry. When, um, I, I do these question and answers with him, and he goes, he talks about the um, the Ancona debacle. Oh, incredible! Oh, yeah, he talks, Italy, about, yeah. he talks about that. And Jono, and it was, and he came on, and he pinched Tatey, and so Daisy got, and Daisy led the charge, and went down there, and Daisy smashed him, and he was out, he was come out on a stretcher. Yet after the game, when I interviewed him, I said, "What did you make of all that?" He went, "I didn't see anything officially," and yet he talks about it. He saw everything, and every time I see him, I remind him, <laughs> "You saw nothing, and yet you saw everything." And now they're trying to get um, Jono. Jono, David Howells, back, you know, they're trying to get them back to face the courts long after they did. Um, and Barry, and neither of them would go. And I think I think Michael Johnson still refuses to go to Italy. <laughs> to to <laughs> oh, yes, we did. We, we asked him that. Yeah, we, we yeah, yeah, yeah. thought about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Tom, we've, we had this, this question a couple of times tonight. Um, this one's from Graham Haynes. And he says, does Tom miss doing the phone-ins? That's the bit I miss most of all, if I'm honest. I love yeah. the phone-ins. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely love doing the phone-ins. I'll tell you what I, what I think local radio, local radio doesn't do, independent local radio doesn't do, is that engagement with people. Yeah. Because no. you have to share the highs, the lows, your emotions, you share their tears, you, you share their joy. You sh that's what it's about. And sadly, that's lacking. That's lovely. Yeah. Oh, crikey. You know, I really, really used to enjoy getting in the car after the game and switching on the yeah. radio. Oh, that was, they were great days. They were, yeah. They oh, listen, we, had, we, had some great, we had some very funny callers as well. Yeah. Lee the Baggies yeah. fan was funny. Lee the Baggies <laughs> fan was hilarious. Ashok the Villa fan was hilarious. He always took the pee out of blues, but he yeah. was very, very funny. You know, we had some great callers. I had a, there's a guy who used to ring up Tony Butler, then he rang me all the time called Akka. Villa fan. Oh, I remember him, yeah. Aka, always him. Well, he, he quit, sold his business, went to live in Spain. And he sent me a photo, he sent me a big envelope with photographs in. And the first photograph said, Tom, show this to the Villa fans up the villa. And the second photograph, he was mooning and said, show this to the Blues fans. <laughs> <laughs> I love that banter. I love that banter. Yeah. Oh, I love the banter. Great I think days. anything, anybody that goes over the line, wants to punch people on a pitch. I have no time for it. Here's my little story. Um, right, here's, here's, here's my story for the end of the season. Right, I was watching 
um, Sky Sports, you know, when they did uh, all the scores on that coming in with, um, what's his name? Oh, yeah, Jeff Sterling. Jeff Sterling. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. Sterling. And I was in the pub. Obviously, the pubs up here are full of Derby fans, yeah? And Derby were playing us and we were losing 3-1. Uh, and then at the end of the Premier League one, when, you know, that dubious goal against Sheffield Wednesday managed to keep a football team in the Premier League with all the technology that we've got, by the way, all the technology in the world, mm-hmm. yeah? Mm-hmm. And I walked around the corner and there was, uh, he's a great friend of mine, he's a lovely man. We call him Cabbage, believe it or not. <laughs> His name was Cabbage before the Cabbage incident. He's a Villa fan, yeah? <laughs> and um, we stood there and he goes, you, he called me all sorts, like, you blue nose, da 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 He says, let me get you a beer. So and we stood there like, oh, for about three hours just chatting and having the banter. And he goes, you know what, I really like you because you talk real. I said, I'm, I, I talk a game of football, I talk, I talk about the fans, I talk about the pies, I talk about anything. I talk about Mark's robe a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, it was, it was, it was lovely. Leave the robe out of this. It was lovely to stand next to a Villa fan. They just had their moment of glory and, you know, um, and shake his hand, yeah? And then there's another one in town. I meet him every single Remembrance Day outside Domino's Pizza. He would come around the corner, I'll already be standing there. I shake his hand, he shakes my hand, right? And then at the end of that service, I shake his hand, he shakes my hand, and we call each other everything under the sun after that. Brilliant. <laughs> I love the band. Banter's great. Yeah. I, had, I, I remember a guy ringing me up after Blues had beaten Villa in that first game since back in the Premier League. And he said, Tommy said, my neighbour, big Villa fan, he said, I got every time they were, he's always out giving me grief. He said, tonight I walked past his house a hundred times in my blue stop and he won't come out. He said, you know, <laughs> he walked up and down the road just willing him to come out. I love that banter. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I love everything that goes with that. But don't get me wrong, Tom. I hate their football club with a passion, right? That's but it's well, not, it's not, it's not hate with a brick in my hand. Mm. Yes. Yeah. You get me? Yeah. Absolutely spot on. It's, it's know, not hate with a brick in the hand. It's, it's like hate... Destroying them, destroying them when they're like down. You can, be, you can be passionate. You can be passionate about your country without hating yeah. other countries. You can be passionate about your football club without without hating others. That's of course you can. Um, how I look at it is, I've got Villa fans on my social networks, and like you know, when they're going for a hard time, I rip the absolute mm. rockets out of them, and they do the same <laughs> back to me. You know what? And if well, we can make a joke of it and make each other laugh, then ain't that much better than you know well, putting if, a fist in somebody's face? I just don't talk to them. If you have, if if I had, if if one of my children was desperately ill and needed an operation, yeah, and the surgeon said I'm a Villa fan, am I going to say no? I, I said this about racism last week. Oh. I, I don't want you doing it. So I, don't. I I did. I did. Um, I had to have a, an operation. Oh, many many years ago, twenty odd years ago, at um, at the the Solihull uh, Pupil Hospital, um, Spire. Yeah, and. I went into the theatre. I was awake while they were doing it. And on one side of me, I've got a nurse who is filler and one side of blues. It was hilarious. This guy's popping a hole in the leg. And, and, and he's laughing because he's a Chelsea fan. And these two are at each other's throat. And I'm, try- I'm getting the up and I'm trying to keep these two apart. That's how, that's how football gets you. And yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Well, that's also, that's also how it should be, right? You know, yeah. the, the, 
some of the things that we've seen at St Andrews over the years with the uh, the, the the Villa game when we knocked them out at the quarterfinals and whatever. No, yeah. come on, we're better than this. We've got it's 2020. Come on, stop it. My, Nick, my missus said to me, when this pandemic's all over in the future, we'll have to get away and stay in a nice villa. And I oh. said, there's absolutely no way. Would, could you stay in something called that? Actually, <laughs> one of the, I've been no. to 32, 32 different countries around the world. And one of the places I haven't been to is Portugal because of that reason. <laughs> well, there's a, there's a mate in Spain, people who's done, who you see all these, they call it Villa Tiberio, Villa this. He's called his place Villa Nil. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've seen the I've seen I the SOT SOT yeah I can't I can't really say it because like, there's children listening one thing or other but like I'll, I'll do it I'll do it off there anyway we're uh, we're, we're just about sixteen or seventeen minutes to go of the whole yeah. two thousand nineteen twenty to eleven we're going to go you've got something very 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 special for us haven't you mate well it'll it'll provo- provoke argument and by the time I get downstairs from my office. After finishing, I'll have changed it 25 times. But <laughs> as I sat thinking about it, I've gone in goal, Gil Merrick. Yeah. Who was phenomenal. Definitely. I've gone a centre-half pairing of Cunningham and Trevor Smith. Right back, Gary Rowey. Mm. Left back, Gary Pendry. Yeah. Midfield, I mean, I've got Beard, I've got Page, I've got so many to choose from, but I've gone three in midfield. Campbell, Alan Campbell. Right. In my opinion, never got the credit yeah, for yeah. being the provider for Francis Latchard and Hatton. Yeah. He was immense for me. You need somebody to cause mayhem, so I've gone for Sav. And I've got, in the number 10 role, Dugarry. Well, you can't not, can you? Sorry, um, who, was, who was causing mayhem, Tom, did you I say? I don't have to... I don't, Savage. Savage, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't have to tell you the front three, do I? No. Is, it, is, it, is, it, is it Holy Trinity? Francis Latchard Hatton, the front three. Holy Trinity. Yeah, yeah. It couldn't be anything else, could it? A lot of younger pe- people who, who, who differ from that, but like if they actually go back and look at the old videos of these three together, and man, they were just a tank. They oh, were God, awesome. Yeah. Who, they were. How many right backs did we add? I could have gone Stephen Carr. Listen, yeah. Ray Martin played over. What a great player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could have gone <laughs> left back. Yeah. I could have gone Dennis. Davy Langham. Davy Langham. Ranger, yeah. Lang, Langy, right back. Langy was a great right right back. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could have gone, yeah. you know, I, I, what I've tried to do is make sure it's got a balance. Mm-hmm. Balance yeah. what you can do. You could have gone centre-half. I could have gone Joe Gallagher. Joe was brilliant for us. Yeah. Yes. Um, Scott Dan was brilliant for us. Yeah. Cunningham, I love watching Cunningham. Matthew yeah, great Upson. Yeah. Upson. Yeah. Upson. Maybe the best thing to do is a team for the 90s, a team for the 80s, team for the 70s. That's a great team, though, Tom. It's a great team. And who's your your captain, Tom? Who who would be captain in that team? In that team, Trevor Smith. Yeah. Yeah, Trevor Trevor Smith or Gary Pendry. Yeah. And where do you you think that would finish in today's game, that team? Poor. Well... We, I think we'd only finish second because most of them are over 70, so... we <laughs> <laughs> only finish second. <laughs> oh, sorry, Tom, I missed who you had in goal. Gil Merrick. Gil Merrick in goal, yeah. Who else? Who else? Exactly, who else? Mm. I, I do, I do have to be honest, I was a massive fan of Ben Foster. 
And I just can't wait to see them all again. And Brenda Brown said earlier, she's missing everybody so much and she can't wait till we're all back together in some kind of normality, mm-hmm. whatever that is, right? And and just, just remember, you know what? With Birmingham City, we are a family, one family. There is no prejudice. There is no racism. There is no isms. There's nothing, right? Because we are what we are. Mm-hmm. Well said. Exactly. Yeah. Well said, it's been a Nick. pleasure to be part of it as well. This series has been. Oh, fantastic. mate, Paul, I tell yeah. you what, what a, you know, I'm 59 on Christmas Day. I've never mentioned that my birthday is on Christmas really? Day. Really? Here we go well, again. 59 <laughs> on Christmas Day. Okay. And you know, you share that birthday. Ten years of my life. This has just been the biggest privilege, right? And I've worked in clubs, nightclubs, and this happened you know, in my younger days and what have you. Strict but clubs. this has just been like, this is it. This is my vocation. This is what I want to do. This is. I I'll dedicate anything to doing what we do here because we do so much for other people, right? Yeah. And it's yeah. not about me. It's not about this face because this face is dog ugly, believe me. And it's not about you, Paul, because your head's shiny. No. And it's not about you, Mark, because you wear a robe. And it's not about no. you, Chris, because you laugh <laughs> funny. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not about Tom. And it's not about, it's, well, it is. Look. It is about us. It is. But you know what? It's about everybody that contributes to the Tilton Talk page and the Tilton Talk show week in, week out, month in, month out, through our joys and through our sorrows. Nick, it's a team, it's a team effort, Nick. Yeah. Ain't it just? It's, yeah. it's, it's run. It's run by the fans. It's run by the fans. The club. SAS Autos, Boyle Sports. You can just keep reeling them up, can't you? Yeah. And you know what? We, we, we couldn't do it, Chris. Without everybody else that's involved, no, no, right? Adam Wilkes, the, the contributions he puts in, Dennis, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, you know what? Wow, I tell you what, it's it's just the best thing for me that personally, the best thing that's ever ever happened to me to be able to be in a position where I can talk to people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and well, it's, such a, it's it's such a good cross section of our fan base. It really, I mean. A lot of the people you obviously haven't met, but it's such a, a brilliant bunch of people. Um, it, it's just brilliant, and Mark, it just makes it... Mark, 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 The most touching thing is about doing this is when I'm on my way down, somebody comes up, oh, you're Nick off Tilton Talk, aren't you? Yes, I am. But you know what? It's about you, not me. That's it. Yeah. Uh, can, I, can I just say that during our charity night, don't forget, Adam Wilkes is going to be uh, cycling. I think he says 3,000 miles, I think. 3,000? Yeah. yeah, I think he says three. Oh, it's definitely 3,000 during the show. <laughs> I can double take over that. Well, I can hear that. It's not me. It's right, so, so hang on. Right, yeah. Adam Wilkes is going to cycle three. No, I think it's four thousand now because I've just I've just um, made it. You're 4, up in it every five seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was five thousand actually. Is that yeah, just yeah. during the show? One just during the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I can bring Tom back in a sec, Tom. Say again. Go on, Tom. Who's your favourite ever blues player? Oh, I think he's got a the best we've ever had is TF by country. Yeah, 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 yeah. By country. Um, my favourite player depends on what you mean by favourite. The best is TF. Yeah. Yeah, TF. I can't. When you talk about blues, TF stands out. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And I was proud. And who was your, your, your favourite in the nineties then and the two thousands? Let's do decades. Um, I think nineties, eighties. I had a. I, I loved watching. I loved watching Broads play. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. Yeah. He, he played I met him I, I love watching him play. 60s, I, I love watching 70s TF, all of them. But Barry yeah. Bridges was and Dick Neal was special. Jimmy Bloomfield, we had a really talented player come from Arsenal. 
then in the 90s, 2000s, I did enjoy, I must admit, I, I, loved, I loved it when Sav was in the team, when Robbie Savage was in the team. Yeah. We yeah. Was, uh, we'd sparkle. We'd sparkle when he was in the And you know what we were then? A team. That, yeah. I, I know that sounds pretty obvious, but we were a proper team. Yeah, yeah. it was a workman-like team, wasn't it? Yeah. Team was together in everything. Yeah. yeah. Like the Horsfield devil inside. Um, yeah. That was together. In, I, I, I was fortunate when Joey Hutchinson um, fell, fell in, uh, on holiday and was in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. We had a big testimonial game for him at St Andrews and I, I managed that team. That yeah. was a final team. I remember that, yeah. And let me tell you, I was in the dressing room and I often wonder how did our team run that wonderful Liverpool team not only close, but we're probably better and deserve to win. How do we do yeah. that? When yeah, I was in the dressing room and I saw that big team spirit, I then knew, I knew that camaraderie, that banter between them all, that wonderful team spirit, that if you kick one of us, we all limp. You know yeah. what I mean? The shirts yeah. all together. Yeah. And, and I love that team for that. I mm. love that team. Yeah. Mm. And what about the 90s, Tom? Who was your favourite in the 90s? I'm trying to think. We had, some, we had some great, great players, didn't we? I mean, we had Granger, Hughes, Brian Hughes. Yeah. Um, Devs. Hughes was a great Devlin. Devlin. Yeah. Paul Devlin Brian was a great Hughes was player. in that team, though, wasn't he? Brian, the, the, the 90s. The 90s was the worthy to drop, wasn't it? Yeah, 90. No, 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 2001. 2001, that, yeah. 2001, yeah. The players overlapped, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the team from 91 and 92, with Terry Cooper, for example, or Lou was a lot different to the team from 99. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Do you know what I'm I saying? Mean, Daish, yeah, Liam Daish as well was great, wasn't he? In the, Daish, he was, Daish was a proper competitor. You, you, yeah. you, he would lead them. He was a leader of men, Daish. Yeah. But yeah. in the early days, we had, like, Simon Sturridge was a very good footballer. Yeah, yeah. Simon Sturridge was a good... Vince Alverson was a, a tough centre. Yeah. We had decent players and teams. We had good teams. And I think every yeah, time yeah, we've been yeah. successful, we've had a good team. That's some it's team. difficult to pick one in the 90s, isn't it? I mean, Louis Donover as well was great for Louis us. Donovan, oh, you've got, yeah. you got Johnny Frayne in the Louis game as well. Loved John Frayne was a good player, by the way. John Frayne was yeah. a brilliant player. Played a yeah. lot of games for Blues, John Frayne. Um, Jonathan Hunt. Why Jonathan Hunt? Oh, yeah. Jonathan Hunt. Yeah. Yeah. Steve Parridge. Well, he, he, became, he became good. We, had, we got off to a bad start, me and Jonathan Hunt. Did you? He signed. And I think he come from... Where did he come from? League One team or something? Uh, Peterborough, wasn't it? Something. Peterborough. Yeah, anyway. yeah, it was, yeah. So in the, remember, we were close to the club, BRMB. We were the team that, that you yeah. know, place where the Blues fans listen. And I, I, he signed and I said, look, can you spare a couple of minutes for BRMB? And he went, you'll have to be quick. And I said, how quick is this? Don't bother. And he went, what? And that was it. He then did it and we became really good friends after that. And we, funny enough, when we went, do you remember the time we went to... Millwall, and I was on the team bus, and I sat next to Jonathan Hunt, and he was petrified. <laughs> was coming out the pubs, throwing things at the coach. Oh, yeah. I think Tom yeah. Brady had wound them up a bit. <laughs> so they were, coming out, they were coming out the pub. But he was a really talented footballer, Jonathan Hunt. He was. Mark Ward, by the way. Oh, Mark yeah. Mark Ward. Loved him. How good was he for us? Jonathan Hunt was a craftsman in midfield. We had, yeah. We've had great players. It's yeah, hard yeah. to pick, to pick to say he was the best because they all had different attributes. 
We yeah, had a couple of words to good Folio Kendler was one. Yeah. Um, Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've had, we've had our fair share. Ricky, I spoke to Ricky Otto recently. We need him in. Oh, yeah. He's a pastor. He's a pastor now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, hey, Courtney, there's one for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. He's doing coach. a really good yeah. job, uh, Ricky, yeah. with, the, with the young people of Los Els. Oh, fantastic. Because he's learned the error of his ways. But he was funny. Yeah. I remember being in the dressing room interviewing him after he'd been at the club two years. Mm. And I said, you know, you've taken a long time to settle in. It was two years. And he went, Rome wasn't built in a day. <laughs> he did it the two, right. years, two years of a three-year yeah. contract. And he had to settle in. <laughs> His goal at Liverpool will stand out for me. Oh, yeah, what a goal. What a goal. Came on a sub. What a goal yeah. that was. Yeah. 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 Do you remember yeah, his goal? Yeah. Do you remember his debut as well, Top? One at each end. One yeah. at each Blackpool, yeah. Cambridge. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like Ricky. Ricky. <laughs> so we've had great characters, great we have, players. We have. We have. Wherever you go, we've had great players, great characters. Yeah. You know, um, great supporters, great commentators. Supporters. Listen, the, the, right, and great mm-hmm. people that surround our club. They're so generous, they're so giving, they're so loving. And you know what? Sometimes football fans get a really bad name, but you know what? The guys that I deal with through here, wow, I couldn't ask for any more. Let me, just, let, let me just say, it's easy to support Man U. It's hard work being a Blues fan, but they need success. They deserve it. Yeah. No t- so wow. Well, you know what? It always gets a bit emotional when you do your last day. And uh, this is it for the 2019-2020 series. And, of course, we'll be back just in three weeks' time. No big long time through the summer. Chris, could you drop that a little bit? Could you drop that a little bit? Yeah, cheers. And um, it's difficult being a Birmingham City supporter, but it's beautiful. And I love it. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Not ever, never, ever. Right? And... The banter, like Tom said earlier, is absolutely superb. But, oh, my God. Look, let me just quickly look back at this season. What a guest list we've had, one after the other after the other. And it's just been an amazing journey through COVID. And I know that that's taken people who I know have got friends and family that that, that, that have have succumbed to this awful disease. And my personal thing that I want to do is when we all get back to going to the football again at three o'clock on that very first game I think the country every football grad in this country should exactly at three o'clock sing Abide With Me in memory of all those beautiful people that we've lost mm. yeah thank you Boyle Sports yeah thank you SAS Autos thank you to our friends at Borsley Labour Club Chris Brown thank you so much for hosting this yeah. all through this yeah. You're welcome. Mr. Rogue, thank you for wearing that robe. I'm sweating now. Poor hip kiss for all your crazy memory moments that have gone on this season. Wow. How did she do it? How you know what? It? It, just, it, just, it just bugs us all because none of us, none of us can do it. it drives me it's like you've got this encyclopedia and you're eating an encyclopedia as the show's going on. Thanks ever so much. It's been a pleasure. Oh, mate, I can't wait to see you again soon. And ladies and gentlemen, wow, what a way to finish this series. I've got goosebumps again. There they are. Tom Ross.
We have to apologise for Tom for only having his photograph on there. He wasn't imitating a statue all night. He's only got yeah. a Nokia 13. He's disappearing. I'm sure he's come on sometime during the I night. I reckon he's been doing this all the way through the show. Oh, you, you've got me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the generosity of the book for that uh, for Caroline. I'll send, send you a message details. on Twitter a bit later. Yeah. And, and thank you so much for that. I mean, that flag. Oh, my God. Oh, I've got to have it. I've got to have it. I've got to have it. Right. Thank you, Tom. No worries. You know what? This is what a family's all about, isn't it? Coming together, helping each other out, through the good, through the bad. Hmm? Absolutely. It is a long, long road. But you know what? The joys, I believe, are going to come back. Hopefully. We've had enough sorrows, 10 years of them. That's a sixth of my lifetime and a quarter of Tom's. <laughs> Thank you. Amen to Fingers that. Crossed. <laughs> good night, everybody. But I'm going to leave Tom to See sign off. I'm going to leave Tom to sign off the whole 2019-2020 series with his final message. Tom, it's all over to you. Thank you so very much, my friend. Bless you. Cheers, pal. Be loud, be proud, keep right on. Come on. Yes! Cheers, guys. We're so happy following the blues. We love you, what more can we say? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.